Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Plants. Take eight. Yoga! Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes, and what's it time for? It's time to start tending to your garden, Ed. That's right. Tend your garden with love with Terry McBride. We are a lot better off than is often reported. Don't let fear make the first move. New doorways to the good we desire are always opening. Our job is to appreciate what we have and tend to our mental garden with love. And during the second segment, new thought teacher Terry McBride fertilizes our minds with today's daily word, which is trust. Oh, man. There's a lot to enjoy about today's show. Well, what did I say earlier about say? using the word trust instead of the word faith? Oh, that's right. Um, it'll come back to us. Think about that. Because the word trust has a lot. I think because the word faith has been used so often by so many different people for so long. Right. That it kind of becomes a vague Yes. A vague idea in most people's mind and an abstract one at best. And like when I before I really understood what any of this stuff, how any of this stuff could be personally applied to my right. life. So, yeah, you have faith in the Lord. All right. I don't know. OK, yeah, I could say I have faith in the Lord. But there's another thing to have trust. That's right. In God, because you're trusting this 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 power of love. That is always there, always available, and always good. That's right. That's right. And another word for the Lord is the law, the law of ever-increasing good. The law that, that when, we, when we actually find things that we can trust because they do not change regardless of circumstances and conditions, that's – and then when we realize that that's a joyful thing, that that's love, that, that that's this divine – delight within that comes from within us and radiates outward and is everywhere we look, it's like – all the parts of us like that are feel like little sometimes we'll have like a little baby crying inside and you know like we'll have this fear come up 
this is what uh, Terry and I had a chance to speak earlier. We'll talk about it more going forward, but just how, like, don't get us wrong in this show. And, and I don't think people that have been listening long, if they know that this fear, it does feel like it comes out of nowhere sometimes, right? Something happens and then boom, it comes up from within us. Like our subconscious mind is like a little baby inside, you know, that's like scared, or not just a baby, a child that's scared. And we need, that's why we're saying tend to our mental garden with love. And when we say we're a lot better off than is often reported, there's the news, that's one place, but in our own head, our own, this, this, this scared voice can come up and start saying, oh my God, the world, you know, the world is ending or, you know, we're going to lose all our money. Yeah. Or I'm going to lose my job if that, this happens. That's right. And is it Emmett that we always refer to who says treat to, or is it Butterworth who says Butterworth, treat to, treat Eric to Butterworth, unity minister and, uh, written some great books for unity and was a, great, a leader in, in the unity movement for a long time, says treat the con concern first, not the condition. The con treating the condition is running around trying to change the outside without first addressing the concern that's coming up from within us. And when, so when we say stepping out boldly, we're talking about having the boldness to treat the concern and face the concern, the fear that's within our own mind, because when we do, we, beget, we get happy. Well, can we read our man, our uh, our pacifying pacifier of three breaths? Yes, and we're gonna start with this, right? There? Is that it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And and okay. Actually, we could say trust since you like trust better, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. See, this show is one of these shows. I've been applying all these things so much in my own mind that it's sort of unfolding. And I knew that this show was going to have something to teach me, and it, we're already getting well, better. It should be a good example for everyone listening that you don't have to have everything planned so rigidly. That's but th right. This show is actually an example of trusting in the joy of the Lord. Yeah, so that's the joy that comes when we go within and we feel that connection to this law of ever-increasing good, that, that all is really well. It's better than our own mind is reporting. Ooh, that's... That's real joy. So ready? Let's take a breath to clear our mind. <sighs> when I put my trust in the joy of the Lord, I'm a happy baby on board. <sighs> you try it. And you got to imagine yourself in that little car seat with all the little toy steering wheels and horns that you get with yeah, it. Yeah, and like Terry McBride said, you're riding, put your head out that window. Deal me in, Lord. Yeah, right, you little, give it a go. Your little baby head. Okay. I put my trust in the joy of the Lord, and I'm a happy baby on board. I put my trust in the joy of the Lord, and I'm a happy baby on board. angels we really are happy baby on boards because the earth is our like you know vehicle yeah and we just gotta remember we just tend to our own garden and calm those neurotic thoughts that come up from time to time when i'm not centered yeah or an email comes in and all of a sudden you're not you didn't eat so you're a little hungry or you're a little tired and you see that email and for some reason it's no longer benign it, it feels malignant and you panic you're right and you could read it later after you've eaten. Yeah. And the same email is like, oh, oh, this wasn't as bad as I thought. 
Oh my gosh, you know, we, fear really is like a hypnotic state. It right? is a hypnotic state. It seems so real when it's active and it's panicking and freaking out. And, and it's and then if I manage to apply these tools and be kind to myself and a lot, you know, be loving with my with with the in my insides and slow down and and do some meditation where I go within and relax and um, reconnect with who I really am, then all of a sudden those things that seem so clearly like the way fear was my, my, my fearful mind was interpreting it. That seems so real. And so, and I used to spend so much time arguing for my limitations. As I said, I would argue for the fear because it's not, it has so much momentum that if I start, if I, if I don't figure out a way to like unhook from that fear, it'll just keep going and going and going. And then, and because of the way consciousness works, I'll get more to believe that that's real. Yes. Well, that's why, Trying to treat the fear that the news generates by watching and listening to more news yeah. is not is not the proper prescription. That's right. That's right. Daryl's got a great reading, and it re, it reminds see this whole thing. Tend your garden with love. I I picture some of these like you know like these these Buddhist parables of old where the guy the wise person is just no matter what's going on around they keep. Oh well, I just keep tending to my garden. I keep, you know, I keep living the way I that, that I always live because that's my job to do. Because we're all leaders in our own mind. Yes, and we have a pot, and we do, and it is a ripple effect. That the the the, the Buddhists quote you're thinking of. We actually uh, David McClure highlighted it on a previous episode. Chop wood and carry water. Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm just Minding my garden, which is my own mind, and keeping my mental hygiene up to snuff, which I mean by whenever discordant thoughts pop up, resentment, envy, fear, lack, limitation, bad health, doom and gloom, something might happen to Lori on her drive to work, Any, any crazy idea that's discordant is easy to identify because it feels bad now the problem with that is my old thoughts were if it feels bad it must be true right and we're here to tell you from all these books we read and even uh in the in biblical text jesus is constantly saying wake up because that feeling bad is a bad hypnotic state wake up it's called a spiritual awakening that's right in in a lot of areas specifically in in 12-step recovery groups because it's not saying you have to learn things new like everything new yes. what it's saying is you wake up right. get that spirit to wake up by by asking god or by quickly deleting these asking god to remove these discordant thoughts when that once they pop into my head emmett fox does a great reading about uh immediately Getting the cinder off your sleeve. Right. That's the same thing. When a discordant thought comes, if I get that little um, cinder that comes out of the fireplace that falls on my sweater, if I blow it off quickly, the damage is little to none. And but if, point, I, but yeah. if I let it stay there and I look at it and go, ooh, that's a bad cinder. Ooh, that's going to burn my sweater. Oh, no, there it goes. See, I knew I told you. Yes. And I actually that suffer time, the damage. Right. Yeah. And, he, and if we can't go all the way to a full wholehearted, like, affirmation of truth in that moment like the opposite of whatever the negatives we can affirm that god brings it about in spite of my doubts yes. that the good 
or the good is coming forward in spite of that. that Even these yes. doubts cannot stop the good from coming forward, which turns into an affirmative well, way of thinking. Well, that's another way with tending the garden of putting fertilizer when these discordant thoughts come. The fertilizer of, you know, God, in spite of these thoughts, I'm not going to try to fight them. That's right. But I'm just going to affirm thoughts that I know to be truth thoughts, you know, harmonious yes. with the universe, harmonious on the side of good. You know, God is healing, 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 or God is renewing my mind and improving my circumstances. And something about imagining that love working through my subconscious mind, lighting yeah. it up and cleaning it up and sweeping out all these little discordant thoughts. Right. It actually, I start to, my mood starts to improve. That's right. And I start forgetting about what was bothering me a little while That's ago. That's right. And or it, even laugh about it later with someone like you when we talk about it. And what it. Is the, the beauty of it is that what we're really doing is reconnecting with who we are. Yes. Because in those moments, we forget that within us is a power to create and realign and move everything in the direction of our good. So sometimes it, it, we start and it feels like it's something out there, but it doesn't matter really in a certain way. It doesn't matter if it's out there or it's in there. What matters is that we know that the, 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 the power is always moving us in a positive direction. And the sooner we cooperate with that, I mean, we inevitably will always realize that it is within us and that it is coming from within. But we have to work with ourselves where we are to get back on board with this flow. Well, and the best part is, as soon as we begin to yes. realign, we get proof in our circumstances. Yep. A phone call will come uh -huh. that's something reassuring, or a piece of mail, or yep. an email. That's, that corresponds to just my faith or hope that this new idea is taking right. root. And it's funny because in my book, speaking about all this, uh, your journal, my you journal, your thoughts in the morning. Yeah, I wrote to myself just yesterday. Fear condemns, love forgives, love heals. Keep me out of condemnation, you know, because you can have your indignation or your demonstration. That's another good one we like right. to remind right. ourselves of. Extinguish the fears disguised as judgment and condemnation that hide my love. I'm awake from these deadening fears and climb out of my coffin. That's right. The Christ within shines bright. Yes. All right, let's hear that from uh, Marianne Williamson. What's the name of the book? This is A Year of Miracles. It's uh, daily readings. So um, you can go to DarylNed.com. There's a reading list. You can order these books online from wherever they're sold. Uh, Marianne Williamson has a really, uh, her background seems very rooted in Course in Miracles, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So let's hear what okay. she has to say. Now is the instant of my salvation. And here's the key. Yes. The only thing to be saved from is my own neurotic thinking. And salvation is found in any moment when I rise above it to embrace God's love. And then it goes on to say, may I remember each instant today that I'm on this earth for one reason only, to love and be loved. Yeah. And should I go into Yeah, go into that okay. one. While you're getting that, let me just say this. This is from the, uh, Raymond Charles Barker, The Power of Decision. He says, just as a great reminder that no one is happy 24 hours a day, yes. not even Daryl and Ed. That's true. But too many are happy for too few hours each day. The happy you, happier you are, the greater the basic pattern of satisfactions are being built in your subconscious. Once you have a real satisfaction pattern, you will live more easily and certainly more prosperously. Not that you will not have problems, 
but the problems will not get as much of your emotional attention and thus they will be more easily solved. Your mental attention stays on the level of solution, not on the level of problems. Worry is reduced to a minimum and faith in the goodness of mankind is expanded. That's what the morning routine that we always talk about. It starts to create what he's calling that satisfaction pattern. Like I've, I've been going through some stuff regarding my work and one of the things that's been helping me is even though there's, it's been digging up some fear and anxiety that like has really been um, kind of almost feeling all consuming at times, but I'm so, I've been building this satisfaction pattern. I've been building yes. this sense of what is real to me that, that like he said, renews my faith in mankind. Where I, and what that means to me is I actually love the people around yes. me. I let go of this this nightmare that we live in a world where people aren't kind or that they're, you know, and they should be doing this. Yeah. And then that that I can't be happy until that changes. And I start to just, I become um, an outlet. Like someone wrote, we are inlets. We must be, yeah, we can become outlets of our, of our good. Emerson. Emerson said that. And we can do this every day and throughout the day become outlets for the good. Yeah. Let the love out. I got Two yeah, great things. This is great. I'm yes. going to read something here that might rattle some cages. What's Ooh. the? That's the next thing. Yeah, but first, first let's hear this. This is from Sig. Well, actually, J. That's J. Period. Sig Paulson. J. Sig Paulson. What and an it's from the name. book Your Power to Be. This is a Unity author, correct? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. This should reassure everyone of their power within, of yes. how powerful and how much they really do contribute yes. to the yes. world for the good mm-hmm. if they choose to by simply just tending their own garden. It's called Every Man is a World Leader. He leads a world of thought, feeling, and imagination. Wow. And it is his responsibility and opportunity to capture his own imagination and redeem it, set it free to do the job it is designed to do for his own benefit and for the benefit of all humanity. It is up to each one of us to replace the reels of limitation and superstition in his consciousness and to insert the reels of truth, light, love, and life. Never underestimate your role in the world of today and tomorrow. Often leaders in religion, government, science, business, labor, and the human scene are just too busy running the establishment to get down to the inner discipline of changing the image pattern of humanity for the better. Yes. You can begin right now to bring the age of viciousness, he has in quotes, because we know it's not real. It's only within our minds. Yes. And limitation to an end in your own experience, knowing that as you improve your own images and living, a current of light and good is being made available to your fellow men as well. Yes. I, I could go on in there, but that that says it all. Let me just oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. let me just read this. Because I had to write I have to write these notes to myself. Right. Because every time I get a whiff of the news or somebody says something or whatever, it could set off this it starts creating that hypnosis of fear. Yeah, and, because people well, what we often think of as news, we don't realize how much opinion and how much of a worldview is wrapped up in the inf- – it's not just information. Right. It's information, and it's also a lot of implication about what that information means and how you should feel assumptions. about it. Yeah, assumptions. Yeah, assumptions. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so I said. wrote to myself this morning in my little journal. Yes. <laughs> I wrote after my morning routine, love doesn't mean we give up power. Love is how we reclaim it. 
I can either get caught up in what's going on out there, right. or I can love right here and do my part to bring about the world everyone is protesting about. Yes. I have a purpose beyond worrying about how I look to others. And that purpose is to love, inspire, and encourage. I'm alive with joyful anticipation of how God will guide me today. Yeah. And I'm just reading through Celebrate Yourself while you're saying that by Eric Butterworth. He, he, I love this book. He says, the highest form of prayer is not reaching for things, but accepting allness. It is to be still and know that spirit is present as the presence. The answer to your dilemma is present here and now. There's nowhere to go, nothing to reach for, and no one to contact or plead with. For that would imply absence and direct knowing is presence. He says, wherever you are and however urgent your needs may be, you can be still and know that you are in the flow. You will experience an effusion of light in the form of creative ideas, unerring guidance, and answers without ceasing. And these are answers, like he says, they're already there. We Our job is to get into a state of receptivity. Like when I woke up this morning and I stepped out boldly yesterday and written an email to some people in the district just to get their guidance about how to proceed with my job and what's going on over there. I woke up this morning and because I had stepped out boldly and like used my voice in a new way and felt so good doing it, but it kind of triggered an old part of me that was afraid that I was going to get in trouble or something. And it, that fear, like I felt so disconnected. It was kind of a little scary because I was like, I couldn't feel this goodness we're talking about. Yes. But so I just, but I just sat on the sofa and breathed for, and then I read a little something and then I, you know, like, I, I worked with myself just gently, but the main thing was I just sat there and what happened was then the thought came, none of this is that serious. Why am I, you know, none yes. of that is this, none of this is that. And I realized at an early age, I learned to take these things and make this fear a bigger deal. But because I had made that false idol so long ago, you know what I mean? I, and I had been unconsciously worshiping it. That's how it was coming up. Like, this is real. What are you doing? And you're like, you know, we're going to get in trouble or worse. And but I just breathed and I remembered none of this is as, uh, that, as big a deal as I've been making it. And I, I told myself, oh, I love you. I hear how scared you are. And that, that voice started to loosen up and lighten up. And before I knew it, I was getting texts from Daryl. I talked to Terry earlier and I was back in the flow and on my way. Well, see, that's the thing. A lot of people think, oh, yeah, you're just being Pollyanna, but we should be concerned. Right. And um and, then, you know, Emmett Fox, I don't have that particular writing in front of me, but I'm sure if you have the book, you may remember it or you may find it or I'll probably be looking at it after the show and just turn to that page because that's right. usually how this works. But he, he, he addresses that. He goes, you know, people think it's foolish to not, you know, you're are you just running away from power? Are you burying your head in the sand? Right. You know, just whistling Dixie. No, I mean, when a when a house is on fire. You you leave the house, That's right. That's right. and then it wouldn't people wouldn't be calling you a coward or whistling Dixie or burning your head in the sand. It would be considered smart. But we're talking about even a higher uh, order of 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 living, and that is to, just like Daniel in the lion's den. The story of that is he turns away from the problem and focuses on peace, love, and what happens. The seeming terrible problem, when left unattended, without me feeding it my fear, right. seems to dissolve of its own energy. Yeah, there's a lot of stories, actually, of people who get in touch with the presence of God or the presence yes. of love or the presence of this reality of good that animals that would normally attack someone become peaceful, peaceful. around them. So that actually... 
makes a lot of sense, that story and, and of Daniel can, and the lion's and, den. And conditions, too. Let me say that that is the perfect... This reading you're about to read is this perfect is, because this reading kind of supports what I was just saying is that I had agreed with a fear a long right. time ago and it became part of my reality and now it's devil's last yes. ditch is who calls it that uh florence scovel's fin or no that's also emmett and fox right yes devil's last ditch when it just feels so real but it's really on its way out and not on its way in but i had done a long time ago what this reading is talking about so let's hear this one yeah then we'll we, go to break this one's the best one to end on and this is from around the year with emmett fox it's from june 15th and it says the mental ascent when you give your mental assent to any idea, that means agreeing with it. Yeah, I was thinking about that. The word assent in this case is like saying yes to something yes. or agreeing with it. When you give your mental assent to any idea, good or bad, you associate yourself with that idea and you incorporate it into your consciousness to the extent that you realize it. When you read a passage of scripture or any of these inspirational books, if you assent to it mentally, believe what these books are telling us, it incorporates into our life to that extent. Right. And we get evidence of it. Right. This law, of course, works the other way, too. If when you hear or read some piece of injustice or cruelty, you approve it mentally by thinking, yeah, that serves him right. Right. You are actually associating yourself with that deed and making it a part of your own life, even though you do not speak a word. It is the mental assent that counts. Yes. So give your assent only to truth. And it goes on to say, and this is from Romans um, chapter seven, for I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my numbers warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity. So then... With, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, me agreeing with the positive. I just want to end. I wrote yeah, myself yeah, yeah. a ahead. little note here. I wrote, leave, and in quotes, the news to those who enjoy the blues. <laughs> we have a minute. I'm going to read this and, and take us out. This, this goes so perfect with that because the, so Eric Butterworth says, be a center of love. When the world around you is in turmoil, yes. you may be confused as to where you should stand. When social issues become polarized and politicized people may demand to know are you for us or against us it is important to know that you need not become trapped in divisiveness you can take a stand for unity the one thing to be against is the tendency to react in anger and hostility to give vent to feelings of bias and prejudice and the important thing to be for is the way of love you can be a positive onlooker yes it is not a passive or weak-willed function yes! his is a dynamic activity even though he takes no stand for or against Anyone can become an arbiter of good feelings, a center of love. And it works, folks. It really does. And it's amazing what happens. Coming up next, new thought teacher Terry McBride fertilizes our minds with today's daily word abundance. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Hey, 
Ed, how do you like my shovel? <laughs> Looks great on you. Hey, I like that hoe you're carrying around. That's right. It's time to tend your garden with love. Yes. And we have Terry McBride coming up. We made, I made a small error going into the break. I said that the daily word was abundance. That today's that the daily word we're using for today, which Terry McBride will be helping us with, is trust. We made that shift because we always like to, as we look to get to know what the show really is, we make little corrections, you know, or like course corrections. Yes. And get to keep us on the beam. Here's a quick reading from "What Are You" by uh, Imelda Octavia Shanklin, another Unity author. When you say of anything that it is too good to be true, you are telling yourself a ghost story. Everything that speaks of good is true. To claim the good of which you are able to think is but simple honesty. The act of claiming gives the thing an impulse that starts it toward you. When you have so fully identified yourself with the real that you cannot be shaken or rendered doubtful by the presence of the fictitious, you never will say of anything that it is too good to be true. Of the best thing that you can hear, of the best that is hoped for, of the best that is prophesied, of the best that is revealed, and of the best that stands beyond the pale of present revelation, you will say, it is good enough to be true. Nothing is too good to be true. There you go. Especially when it comes from that place of that divine impulse within us. And we'll talk more about that. we got Terry coming up soon. Another thing I tell myself, these are the things I tell myself when I start to go downhill. I go, nothing is too good to be true or... God didn't bring you this far to drop you on your butt. That's right. I mean, I know this sounds like <laughs> trite and small ideas, but those are the silly small ideas that creep right past my critical, fearful mind. Yep. They jump into my subconscious and I start to come around. Oh, my God. And they're the difference between this joyful life of success and being a blessing to others. It could be the difference between that and, like, pulling people into our nightmare, you know? So um, some people that we've pulled into this joyous show are our listeners and we want to thank you for tuning in each week you're definitely our listeners i was thinking about this is so much more accurate than fans because listeners tend to be people who appreciate and apply these principles the way we do and anyone is uh, one of our peers if you're doing that this yes. is not based on any kind of like credential other than interest in this stuff and Join application. In the fun. so thank you for joining in the fun you can, uh, you can send us anything in the mail, p parcel post at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. We love receiving mail from you. You can also check out our website, DarylAndEd.com. There's a contact form if you want to send us a quick email. It's really easy to do. We recommend it. We love hearing from you. There's also YouTube videos and all of our shows. Everything we do is there. We also want to thank... Man, we, we can't really can't thank this man enough. He's a chief engineer. He makes this show sound great. He really helps us out in, in more ways than we can count. His name is Jeff Comfort, and each week he, he takes, takes us right into the comfort zone. Shout out to Message of Hope. They provide free spiritual material to those in need. We love the blind or visually impaired community. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to support the Message of Hope ministry, 866-421-3066, or if you want to benefit from them or know someone who will, 866-421-3066. Another important number, the prayer line, Silent Unity, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. They also have an app, which is the letter U, the word pray. I was just listening to his episode called um, Loosen Your Grip with Bennett Tanton, where he was saying he uses it at least once a week. He's one of our recurring guests, and we use and it all the time. And he's a Marine. He's an ex-Marine, folks. You can even call Silent uh, – not only that, but Army as well. Yes. You can call Silent Unity, um, and you can even just hit number two, and you will hear a pre-recorded prayer, or you can hit number one, and someone will pray with you. And there's just something about hearing someone 
it actually leads perfectly into our next segment with, with, with Terry, because it's when you hear someone who is speaking from what you might call the Christ consciousness or this consciousness of unity or this consciousness of oneness, it remind for me, it reminds my own mind of what's real yes. and what's possible. And it helps me like get on, you know, get back on the freeway also. Well, perfect example. This Monday, my uh, nine, my neighbor's going to be 96 on yes. July 2nd, 1924 <laughs> she was wow. born. And I'm like her only fan. I mean, it's, there's no family around here. So we yeah, all- you're like her son. You're always over there polishing the car, installing this, doing <laughs> yes. that, carrying groceries. Not That's always, awesome. not always because I want to, but she catches me every time yeah, I try right, to sneak out of the house. Right, right, right. Well, she, the ambulance came on Monday. So apparently she got a little woozy and had a little spill. She's, she didn't injure herself in the fall, but Tuesday they said that she's going to be getting a pacemaker. And, you know, half my mind goes, well, she's 96, she's frail, this is probably a lost cause. I had to get that out of my head. And I call, you know, Silent Unity and got back on board with nothing's too good to be true. Yes. And then her daughter, who lives in Texas, te- uh, communicates with Lori through Facebook, said that she's getting a pacemaker and she should feel great once she gets a pacemaker in one of her arteries unclogged. Oh, wow. cool. And then I thought... Yeah, why not join with that? What's the difference between 96 or 16 or 56 or 46? And today is Thursday. She should be arriving home today. So I'm I'm actually more concerned about her cats not running away because I've been trying to feed them than her making it home. Like, I don't want her to not have her cats around. Right, right. What's her name again? Gloria Crawford. She actually made hand grenades at the hand grenade factory during World War II. Well, now we know she's going to be yes, okay, Yes, she was man. in one of those documentaries about those women. Oh, Amazing. Beautiful. She said, yeah, her job at 17 was putting the pins in the hand grenades. Wow. And I said, wow, that was more dangerous than my job in the Coast Guard. No doubt about <laughs> it. All right. Well, speaking of pistols, we got a man who uh, throws some spiritual hand grenades <laughs> every time he takes the stage. And he is real. Like he did it for me this morning. We had a great chat, and it was proof of how this stuff works. Like as my mind started opening up to the good, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna press call. I called Terry McBride, and we had a good chat. But better than that, he's here with us now to read and discuss the Daily Word and discuss all manner of the stuff that we've been talking about. So Terry McBride, welcome to the show. Hi guys, good to be with you again. Oh man, our pleasure. Yes, sir. So, so what do you want uh, me to do? You want me to read the Daily Word first? Yeah, that's yeah. what you're saying. Let's and why don't we go with that, and then we'll hear your thoughts, because I know you got some. All right, here we go. The Daily Word, trust. I place, and I, I changed a couple of things. Where it says, God within, I put my own divine nature, because that was after talking to you, Ed, this morning. That's what you were talking about, going inside when you do your meditation and getting in touch with your own divine nature. Wow. Yes. And yes. so I'm just going to I'm gonna say that rather than the God within, because, you know, a lot of people in the old days used to think there was something other than me in there. Anyway, yes, yes. Here we go. Trust. I placed my trust in my own divine nature and move forward with faith and confidence. Wow. If the road before me seems unfamiliar, I may need to pull over and look at a map for directions. When I start a new project or meet new people, I may sometimes feel uneasy or unsure of first steps. If I doubt my abilities, I remember I have an inner resource. I can draw upon to direct me in all situations. My own divine nature within is my wisdom, 
my strength and my power, allowing me to do all things. I reinforce this truth with words of affirmations throughout my day. I trust that I can call upon my inner resources with faith, knowing that each action that is mine to do will be revealed in the right time and way. No matter where I am or what I need to do, I trust my divine nature within for good judgment, strength, and confidence. I walk in faith, knowing that the good I seek is already mine, period. Oh, my God. See, that's what we like to do, Terry. Thank you so much. We always like to help our listeners by helping ourselves. You know, it's not illegal to find words that mean something to you that make the reading or the affirmation click. Yeah, that really did it, it, Terry. That That like, wow, that opened this whole reading up to me in in a much more, what I would say, an effective way, one that really points the direction to the the solution or the salvation, as they say, which means solution within us, that our own divine nature. Yeah, it's like I have to constantly switch, swap out the word faith when I read it. A lot of the times when I read it in spiritual books to joyful expectation, like instead of just Mm -hmm. this word faith, and it it makes it come alive. And if you read anything, I challenge anyone to experiment with this. It works every time. You could substitute anywhere you see the word faith with just putting in the words joyful expectation, and it it just works as well as what you did with this. Now, here's the irony. Just this morning, I write a story for, I mean, I write a column for the uh, Recovery Today magazine and Keys to Recovery newspaper here in Los Angeles. And just this morning, I thought, you know what this new one's going to be? It's going to be called, the title's going to be, It's Time to Go Pro. Trust Your Gut. And this is exactly, if I doubt my abilities, I remember I have an inner resource I can draw upon to direct me in all situations. And that was going to be the theme of the article. We didn't even know we were going to be, I didn't even know about this Daily Word until Ed. Yeah, we just swapped it in a couple hours ago. (laughs) Yeah, and this is, you know, this is where they talk about one mind, coincidence. This is where the masters talk about when you're playing at a high level, all things are working together. Right. You know, I got to say this, you know, and listening to you guys beforehand, you know, you kind of jump around on different things. But what 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 is the theme is both of you take personal responsibility for what's going on. Yes. Uh, Daryl right. was talking about this morning. I got up and in my journal, I started out. I can do. You know, when I was take, uh, talking to Ed this morning uh, before this show, he was talking about that uh, email that you sent out and you had some, uh, you know, fear or, or, or doubt or that kind of stuff. And what did you do right behind it? You went in, you went inside. You were, I mean, this, you weren't teaching. You were just talking. So, gee, I, 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 I felt X, Y, Z, and it wasn't serving me, if you will. That's kind of how I'm paraphrasing. And so right. what I did was I went and applied the tools. I I paid attention to my mental garden. Yes. 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 And yeah. it's not a one shot thing. It's like no. in that um it's like in the daily word. It says, you know, I I 
I use affirmations throughout the day. I, I don't just have to stop only once in the morning and then it's good for the whole day. It could be. Right. But if in the middle of the day I run into one of these places where the challenges, because certainly there can be challenges. If, it, if I'm not approaching that challenge the way I want to, I stop and use the tools. I tend to my mental garden. Yes. yes, it's throughout the day. It's just like, yes. you know, it's funny how, you know, when I first would hear that, I go, oh, great. So I got to do this all day long. But, you know, I could say when I was on the Coast Guard cutter, when we were going somewhere, you know, we were constantly making adjustments. It's not like driving mm -hmm. a car or, or train on a track, you know, mm -hmm. that you're bobbing, you're moving, there's wind, there's this, there's currents. So you were never moving in a straight line. But if we didn't keep making little adjustments that didn't really feel extreme, yes. which is what we're what we do now. This isn't extreme. Right. You know, some people say, how come? How? Why are you so happy? How come you're so happy? And I got to remind them, hey, man, it takes a lot of work to be this happy. Yeah. But the work itself. Is worth it because it feels good. These minor. Yes. We're talking about minor adjustments, minor, minor, minor Absolutely. throughout the day. Yes. And then we avoid disaster. In the beginning, you may have some people that are brand new at this. When I was first sick in the hospital, I couldn't just do affirmation in the morning when I was scared. I found that throughout the day, I had in my book, I talk about my statement of being. You know, when when I decided I'm going to take charge of this thing. Because in the hospital, everybody was talking about, well, whether or not you get well is up to God. And what I what I saw as I was in the hospital for a year or a year and a half was some of those people who were much more religious than me died. Yeah. And so what I decided was I'm not going to leave my healing up to God. I am going to take charge of whether or not I get well. Of course, if you do that, people say, who do you think you are? Which right. is the cornerstone of unity is that I'm a unique expression of the divine. I'm the yes. one that gets to choose this. It isn't God renewing my mind. It's up to me. I'm the one that gets to renew my mind. This is what Sig Paulson, when you quoted him, when he talked about the, our power within, he, you started off, it said, it's up to each one of us to tend to our mind. When you talked about, um, Daniel in the lion den. You didn't say he was in the lion den and God came and did. No, you said right. Daniel in the lion den. And what he did was he turned away from, yes. he used the tools. Yes. When you talk about that last one about giving your mental assent to something, it's you give your mental assent. And this right. is what I love about your show. You guys talk about the bottom line in this philosophy is personal responsibility. Yes. You have the ability to respond to this. You have a yes. choice. Yes. This is great. I'm glad you're talking about because a lot of the time worry, the, like it's almost like the, the, the lions in the lion's den, they represent the concern and the worry. And, mm -hmm. and then, and, for some strange reason, I had the belief that if I wasn't worried and I wasn't concerned and trying to overcome that worry and concern with more fear-based problem solving, then I, I, I wasn't helping myself to get out of it. But it it's it doesn't it just makes it worse. It's instead yeah. taking myself be having enough faith 
to uh, release the worry, even just for a little bit, to just start. Maybe there is a possibility of this turning around for the better. Maybe there's a possibility. That, yes, go ahead, Terry. That's perfect. Because see what you're offering to the you and you guys, and we've been in this for a long time. So when we're into this, we have, we part of us can immediately step forward to use our tools. But there are people out there that that haven't done this for years, and this is what you offered them. You said maybe, maybe yes. I can do this. Yes. And if yes. that's what you need, if that's what you need to state in the beginning, maybe I can make a difference. Then start there. Yeah. You know, I what I'm hearing too is that the there if 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 God was this river. And people are aware that there's this river and they're thirsty, right? They're thirsty. They know they're thirsty for that, what they're calling God, which is this river, right? But they're like, maybe they're a little ways off, right? But they, they, there's this sort of like the superstitious belief that somehow maybe that river is going to reroute itself over to me. Yes. And I can get a drink of that river. Whereas when you want it the way we're talking about it. You find, you start going. How am I gonna? How do I get to the goddamn river? Yeah, how do I <laughs> visit the river? And through meditation and like going to touch the divine within, that's how we go. Like you're saying, we go to the river. We don't just hope that somehow luck is gonna bring us this river, right? But yeah. and a lot of that is just, yeah. It, oh I, that was God. never satisfying for me. That's why I love this path because I want to go to the river. I want to enjoy the river. I want to drink from the river. And then I want to tell other people, oh, wait, if they're receptive, look, this is how I found the river. You could probably do it too. You know, it's funny because I get a, I get accused <laughs> of being lucky. Oh, you're just lucky. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Terry, mm -hmm. you, myself, and Ed all know, yeah, to outside eyes, it may appear as luck. Right. But it really is not luck at all. That's it's right. really, like you said, throughout my throughout my day, working to keep my mind on those things that are true, that are uplifting, yes. that are healing, that I know are whole. Constantly going to the river throughout right. my day. And like you said about how the show came together, you said it perfectly just a few minutes ago, Terry. It all starts to work together for good. And people go, oh, yeah, of mm -hmm. course, that's Fazaro. He Everything he touches turns to gold. But but, you, but what? I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Once you start doing right. it, you will continue that's because right. it really does work. That's right. That's so true. I got a relative who's who's got cancer and uh, and was only given like three years. And um, you know, I offered gently. Um, that I might be able to uh, assist him in this journey he was on. And what he said was, no, if, if God wants me to get well, God will take care of it. And I thought, okay. That's the story of and, the guy uh, who's, uh, yeah, whose friend was up in the tree telling him, get yeah. up in the tree. And he's like, yeah. I'm going to wait for God to save me. Yeah. The guy in the tree yeah. was the, you were the, okay, I'm sorry. Were, yeah, the guy in the tree, the, the story it's talking about, and the guy gets beaten up badly by the bear. And he goes, well, wait a minute, God, I thought you were going to save me. And he goes, I did. Your friend was telling you to come up in the tree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah what do you think? Put the tree in the way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Anyway, go yeah. on, Terry. I'm sorry. But this is, this is what you're encouraging your listeners to do is that when we, when we begin to take responsibility for our life, it, 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 in the beginning, it can feel like this huge, immense problem. I got to be on track every moment of every day. I can't afford the luxury of a negative thought. I got to do right, And that's not right. it. 
the right. idea is to start do a little bit yes. and what you what you will notice is it'll make a difference yes which then then you go to do more not because you have yes. to but because wow if i if that little bit can make a difference perhaps this can make yes. oh wow and and you begin to build these these concepts within yourself, your your garden begins to, you know, grow these marvelous plants that yes. when all of a sudden you feel in a moment of doubt, or like it said in the daily word, I feel lost, you stop and get right. out yes. your map. Right. My map, my affirmations, my, uh, yes. you know, denials, my, my meditation, my, the tools right. of choice that allows me to take charge of where I'm going. Right. Right. You know, I got to read this That's quick paragraph. That's what you guys are all about. The, uh, Joseph Murphy in the Miracle Mind Dynamics says, there's always a way out. When you say there's no way out, I have no chance, you are looking at the winds of confusion, fear, and human opinion. But when you remember the Lord, which is the spiritual power within you, absolutely mm -hmm. all-wise and all-knowing, you will be looking at the solution, the way out, the happy ending, thereby ignoring the winds of human intellect and the waves of despair, melancholia, and depression. And like you said, it's a process because we get so used to looking at the confusion and, and, you know, like really thinking that that, that that's the real thing, you know? And so for me, it's been like weaning myself off of that and, and gently bringing myself back, like you said, on a regular basis, back to God within, so the, back to the divine within, my own divine nature within is like you said, then it, it just keeps building this sense of a new, of what's real for me. And, you know, I always want to let our listeners, oh, I just want to say this one thing, Terry, before you jump in, because you hit on it, Ed's hitting on it. And I was, it's to get started, it is as simple as what I was introduced to at 23, confused, over, overwhelmed with life's problems. And the guy who was my mentor, Mike Dugan, said, Look, can you read two pages a night? You know, he got me on yes. the Emmett Fox, you know, Power Through Control. Can you read two pages a night? And right. I, thought, I could read two pages yes. a night. Like, keep the hurdles low enough. Yes. Don't. Oh, I got to go meditate for two right, hours right. and do yoga for an hour. And then I'll, yeah. no, start little. And now it started off as a decree. And now it's a desire. I read my two pages yes. at night. Even though I'm going to watch a little right. YouTube, I still know, Daryl, let's just read two pages of something yeah. spiritual. Let's have Terry McBride wrap this up because we only have a few minutes before we yes. have to close the show. So let it give us something to go off with, uh, Terry. Um, we, thank you for coming on. Oh, by the way, TerryMcBride.net is where you can find all things Terry McBride. His book, The Hell I Can't, is on all the uh, you know book dealers online or wherever you want to buy books. And well, yeah, well, it's it's on Amazon. So oh, it's on Amazon. Okay, that, great. Yeah. Now, what what I want it, 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 the quote you read in the last one was: "We need to go do this." What what I what I want to encourage your listeners to pay attention to when you speak is like, uh, Ed, when you said, uh, so I started weaning myself off. It yes. wasn't like you quit cold turkey. No. You took right. it a step at a time. Daryl, right. right. when you were talking about your mentor, when you got started, two pages a night. This yes. is where this is where you start with this stuff. You don't have to, if you go use the tools for a day and find that it didn't change your life overnight, then that doesn't mean anything. All you want to do is start right where you are, one step at a time. And that's that, you know, the largest mountains in the world are climbed one step at a time. So I encourage your listeners, you know, I didn't get well overnight. Uh, Ed and Daryl didn't, you know, jump into this new mindset overnight. What that's they right. did was they tended to their garden on a daily basis. 
Perfect. All right, Terry, man. We love you. We look forward to talking to you again on another episode and uh, have a great day. Go to terrymcbride.net to find out more about Terry and we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Love you guys. Bye-bye. You too. All right, here's a quick story about Terry. When he was a young man and before he had this new thought stuff to set him straight, Terry McBride was walking home when all of a sudden a thief jumped on him. Terry and the thief began to wrestle. They rolled out on the ground, and Terry, being a strapping young man, put up a tremendous fight. However, the thief managed to get the better of him and pinned him to the ground. The thief went through Terry's pockets and searched him. All the thief could find was on Terry was 25 cents. The thief was so surprised at this that he asked Terry why he bothered to fight so hard if for a measly 25 cents. Terry replied, Was that all you wanted? I thought you were after the 500 I got in my shoe. <laughs> All right, we don't have much time for the mailbag, but there's FedEx, the, um, the, 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 the uh, there's Enzo, the FedEx feline. We got a great letter from Sue Hodgson where she applied this stuff and had better than expected results with her a car repair that turned out in amazing ways. So thank you, Sue, for hitting us up. We look forward to more mail next time on the show. Whoop! It's Huey Lewis. Hey guys, I got my voice back and my hearing back, so just enough to sing this song. I heard you got some great news for us. Oh, I always have good news. Let's hear it. (laughs) It don't take Take money, money. don't don't take fame. fame. Don't need no credit card to ride this train. It's strong and it's sudden. It can seem cruel sometimes, but it just might save your life. That's the power of love. <laughs> Visit down at com. We love you. To find easy links to everything we do. And as always, thank you for being a part of Daryl Net on Unity Online Radio. You won't feel nothing until you feel the power of love. <laughs> thank you for listening to the funniest thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash IMDivine2022. 